Once I got the email, I mean, I was so happy. They all got up and started dancing and did the Romani uh, bagpipe music and just the mix of cultures that was there was absolutely unreal. Crossing the finish line while I had the helm was amazing. Shetland knows how to put on an event, so I, I think the main thing is just being really proud to be from Shetland and show what we can do and put on an event and have a great atmosphere. Just seeing all those boats sailing into Lawak Harbour is, is going to be phenomenal. You're listening to a special episode of the Sail Training Shetland podcast in advance of the 2023 Tall Ships races. This episode will give you an insight in what it's like to take part in the Tall Ships races as a sail trainee. We'll now hear from Sail Training Shetland's Sail Trainee of the Year, Vela Wright. So I'm here in Lerwick with Vela Wright, who was on one of Sail Training Shetland's trips in 2022 as part of the Tall Ships. Um, we'd just like to hear a little bit more about what your experience has been, Vela. So thanks very much for coming along. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Super. So the, the first question I have is, what was the process of applying to go on a trip like and what, what did that involve? Um, so, well, I wasn't actually sure if I was actually going to do it because... I didn't know anyone going on it um, none of my friends seemed to want to go um, so I eventually plucked up the courage and just applied alone which was fine um, the application was really easy and um, it wasn't short I don't think it was too long before they came back to me saying I was on a taster day um, so yeah it was all pretty fast um, it was all pretty efficient efficient, efficient yeah efficient know. yeah <laughs> And I suppose the the good thing about for people who are scared of doing applications like that, it was, um, it's not like like other applications that are really heavy. It was plain English questions about yeah. why you wanted to go on the trip and what you thought you gained from it and things like that. So, um, yeah. And in terms of the taster day, could you take me through kind of roughly what the taster day involved, or for for those who, especially like yourself who hadn't had sailing experience before. Mm-hmm. You just jump right into it. You just um, you kind of get to meet a few people. I like I knew a few familiar faces, like yourself. Um, uh, I don't know. You just you learn really fast. It's basically as soon as you get on, you do a bit of a briefing, and then you just jump right in, and everyone's there to help each other learn how to sail. Sure. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. And um, in that in that circumstances, the the crew is really supportive and kind of walks you through. You're not. You're. It's never like. I never felt at any point that I was just like responsible for something massive and didn't really know what was going on. So, yeah, definitely. Um, so, I don't think I could deal with that. Uh, <laughs> no, so it was great. I, like they really they re- took you through the steps and um, you got a little bit in that day where you got some lessons and stuff as well. So, yeah. and you are never too far from you know you're never too far from Lerwick. We just did a little loop around Dresser and then came back. So mm-hmm. um, it was a great opportunity to, or I I thought it was a great opportunity to see what it was like. Um, so how did your feelings change after you'd had that chance to go on go on the taster day? Um, after the taster day then, I really liked it. The taster day was really fun. Would you say it was enough to change your, change your mind from being kind of on the fence to being, you know, having that clarity that, yeah, I definitely want to go and do this? Yeah, I think so. I think especially how um, encouraging the crew were and how, like, easy it was once you started, once you started going. Sure. Yeah. Um, because it can be a, it can be a bit daunting the thought of sailing for someone who's not been before, and it equally gives you a ch- an opportunity to see like physically how am I going to feel on on a day out. I suppose that takes me on to um, that day that when it finally came that we were going to set off. Do you remember your your feelings when we were kind of you know we're tied up and all the family are 
I just to paint the picture, all the family are at the pier awkwardly standing round and um, we're going through these safety briefings before we're going to head away. Yeah, I thought, um, I hardly know anyone on this trip (laughs) and um, I was going to miss my parents, but I was really excited, really nervous, but very excited and it wasn't long before everyone became friends and things became a lot easier and there wasn't many nerves anymore. Before you set sail and you were imagining what the trip would be like, how much different was it to what you expected it to be? I think I enjoyed it more than I thought, even though I knew I was going to have a good time. But I, once you just like fully put yourself out there, and just do it. It's You just let yourself have a lot of fun. And you know, I think we took a lot of like, we took the opportunity to the film. Like we really had a good time. I suppose that links in with what your personal highlights were from the trip. Was it spending 20 hours a day on the helm as Vela does or (laughs) (laughs) I did do that quite a bit (laughs) um if it wasn't doing the dishes with you (laughs) true highlights (laughs) yeah it really was I'd say crossing the finish line while at the helm was amazing I think that was a really because we did so well like compared to what we thought we would do Yeah, yeah yeah Um, but not everything is rosy, I suppose. <laughs> you spoke about seasickness. What was your um what were some of your most challenging moments when you're aboard the Swan? That's a good question, but I would even say when I was se- like feeling seasick, I still say those were good memories because like they were just like funny looking back at like sure. even at the time I was just like, Oh, this is just this is just stupid. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was a lot of fun and everything you could just like it didn't feel like a big deal because you were in the middle of North Sea, not really having any responsibilities. It was pretty... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and everyone was very supportive of each other. and yeah. Helped I think each other. <laughs> that's where a lot of the bonding happened, but yeah. everyone's oh, really definitely. seasick. <laughs> Helping each other, yeah. <laughs> no, it's great. And um, I suppose it's, you know, it's something that the crew, the crew experience on different trips, so it wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's not a big shocker. Um, no. And... After, it takes a surprisingly little amount of time to start feeling better. Um, yeah, for I think, sure. I mean, the most seasick person out of our group was maybe two days. And yeah. then after that started to improve. But yeah. for the most part, people were, you know, after... Like a day. Yeah, after yeah. a day, started to feel better. And there were some who weren't sick at all. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of the luck of the draw. What's yeah. your... You don't know what your inner ear is yeah. like until you're away. <laughs> um, so... I suppose it was a, you know, it was a great experience in terms of um, all the teaching and learning, learning the sailcraft side of things. And um, what do you feel you gained from from your experience? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think, truthfully, a lot of confidence um, about my own abilities, and uh, I don't know. So, like, I think I am quite sociable, but also social skills because you're forced to just make friends with everyone that you're there with and luckily everyone was great so you, that wasn't a challenge but yeah you just you learned a lot about yourself and that was that was special I think really oh, special no, definitely yeah and I mean it's a it's a unique opportunity in terms of you have people from all these different vessels all in the one space and different ages and different backgrounds like there's definitely people that I met on that trip that I would never have met in like in day day to day life, um, you know, you're not meeting the Swedish accountant student when you're at uni in Glasgow. So, um, it was certainly interesting in that regard, and the the conference thing, I I would absolutely agree with. And then, I suppose that links in with the the sailing itself. How do you feel that you're you know you you went in with no sailing experience at all, and you came out um with with this 
you know, a reasonable, a great understanding of how these older vessels worked and lots of hands-on experience. So what did you take that on to do? So I went into my second year of uni after the race and I decided I was going to join sailing because I had learned all these skills. And um, yeah, I had, I just went to a ta- uh, like tryout day and it turns out those skills really came in handy because now I'm on the committee. So <laughs> yeah, Fantastic. I clearly learned something. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um. So, what's the what does the what does the society what kind of events and things do they go to, and what what does what does their day to day look like? Okay, so we train every weekend, and every weekend we're not training. Then we are at a competition, which is right now we're in the a winter league. Um. Uh. But we sometimes compete, like with all like different unis in Britain, or just in Scotland. So yeah, it's really exciting. Fantastic. Yeah that leads me nicely on to uh, whether you would recommend a sail training experience to others I couldn't recommend it more (laughs) yeah it was amazing and even if you're debating applying just apply and go to a taster day because you don't have to say yeah after it but um it's really good fun um and the best it was like the best highlight of my summer of 2022 so yeah as sail training Shetland sail trainee of the year (laughs) (laughs) Um, what would your what would your tips any tips and advice for for those who are going in next year I think you have to just really give it your all and uh, take every opportunity that's given to you um yeah you make the most of it so um just try everything and don't say no and just jump at the opportunity that's what I'd say yeah, <laughs> absolutely you won't you won't regret no. throwing yourself out there and um yeah it's a it's a really great opportunity you can you can gain a hell of a lot through through doing it as as you've shown us so that's fantastic well thanks very much for your time it's that's much okay. appreciated that was great fun thank you <laughs> cheers we'll now hear from sail training international's sail trainer of the year and current skipper of the swan maggie adamson on her experiences taking part in the tall ships races both as a trainee and as a skipper thanks very much for your time maggie it's much appreciated um how did you initially get involved with with sailing what was your start i'm sure there are lots that will be interested to know yeah well thank you very much for having me in the first place this is a, a great initiative and good luck with the rest of the podcast Thanks very much. um so i started sailing i started sailing uh when i was 11 but i've been on the water since as far back as i can really remember um my uncle used to take me off to the fishing when i was about two so i just wow. love being on the water um and i was on the waiting list for a couple of years, I think, till I was old enough to go sailing at the Lowick Boating Club and they started me off in uh, Picos and Mirrors and the small dinghies in Lowick Harbour and just absolutely loved it. Brilliant stuff. No, that's fantastic. Um, so, kind of moving on from that, what was it that, from um, from your experience sailing with the Lowick Boating Club, how did you move on to being involved with sail training in Shetland? Do you mind your first trip with them? Yeah, um, so I was sailing for quite a lot of years and it was when the tall ships came to Shetland in 2011 uh, I was the age that I could be a trainee and my cousin had done it a couple of years before and he'd sailed on the Christian Radich and I remember looking at his pictures thinking yeah I want to give that a shot that sounds really cool and he was just so enthused about it so when it came down to putting your name forward for 2011 then I was definitely at top of the queue <laughs> and uh, put in the application and I was lucky enough to sail on one of the A-class uh, three-masted ones the Fantastic. Sir Landy. So that was my first experience of sail training in Shetland. That's fantastic. Um, and then how did you find that transition for, for trainee to be in paid crew? I know in your case it was a pretty quick one, but... 
Well, it wasn't, it wasn't. So that was in 2011. And then I went away, I was at uni at the time, I think, and finished uni and went away, did some other stuff. And it was only a few years after that, that I came back. And it was one of the trustees, Brian Wishart, that had convinced me to come and be crew. And I'd only really sailed smaller boats by that point. I was like, I don't know about this. He's like, oh, just come, you'll love it. And it's, um, it, all the principles are the same as sailing a dinghy. So you, the same, um, trim and the same wind direction and how it works and you just got to try and transfer that into a bigger boat um so I did I came back in 2016 and volunteered for some school trips around Shetland and absolutely loved it and uh, then they asked me back for a, a longer overnight trip and um I think that season I volunteered for about a month in total in different trips and then the following wow. season they asked me back as a as a paid crew to try and start my journey to get tickets and things like that so that was the first full year in 2017 sure oh that's fantastic and um in in 2020 you became eventually became a skipper and you started doing your your own trips i'm sure you get asked this all the time but what's your kind of highlights from your your time as skipper of the swan so far and through sail train in shetland oh there's so many <laughs> um <laughs> tall ships is definitely up there um i think this season especially there's just been so much good feeling around the swan about getting back on the water again and opening up the opportunities for uh for people to come back on board so everything's been just so much good feeling so it's been a joy and a privilege to be able to skip her this year um tall ships is definitely up there i mean i I love tall ships anyway but to be able to get the chance to to skip her and to kind of hopefully um i don't know how to put it like have an influence on the trips and how they run as well. It's been fantastic and sail with a great crew. I suppose we've covered it already, Your um, the impact that your sail train experience had your own personal sail train experience is clear to see. Um, but what changes do you see in, in young people after they've taken part in, in their own sail train experience? And what do their parents and various people say about them when they come back? Yeah, it's so interesting. I, I think especially with um, people that are just about to go to uni and things like that the independence that you get from being on the boat I think is the the one sort of thing that uh, suddenly you're part of a team so there's 10, 15 of you on board and on the bigger ships it can be up to 80 or 90 and what you do directly impacts on everybody else so suddenly you've been taken out of school or wherever and you've been given a whole load of responsibility that you just have to step up to and um that's i think that's the biggest thing is you you find that you've got um when you when your actions are directly impacted in somebody else then you can you can really feel that and be part of the team and be proud of what you're creating as well so i think that's the main feedback is that people are just more independent and and think more about the consequences of maybe what they do and how they do it sure um and the experience uh, aboard the swan and other vessels is very much hands-on so people like you say you really are a, a key part of that that group if you um if you you know if you had someone that wasn't pulling their weight, you'd, the rest of the, that watch would, would feel it. So um, I suppose that, that responsibility is, is yeah really a key part of it. Yeah, it sounds pretty dramatic, but um, I always say the sailing is, is kind of on the easier side of things. And it's uh, <laughs> getting to, to learn how to live and work together in a small space with a lot of people. Uh, that, that's really what sail training comes down to, I think, at the end of it. It's just making the team work. Yeah. Absolutely. And it, it's not, like you say, it's not just the sailing aspects of it. It's the kind of practical day-to-day stuff. Um, and I think I think people see that when, they're, when their children come home as well. The, the difference in, uh, you know, the willingness or the, um, the realisation of how much is done for them at home when they're in that situation where they're, they're having to really pull their weight. So, 
no, that's fantastic. And I suppose, th- would you say that's the main long-term impact you see on people is the confidence that they gain through that experience and the independence as well? Yeah, I think that's so important. Um, I mean, the sailing is, I think, the best way to, to go about <laughs> it. And that, that's that's the highlight for me. But um, definitely the confidence and the fact with all ships, you're going into a different country, you're meeting different people from different cultures, and suddenly you can make friends with all these people. And, and you're doing it in an environment where you've all got common interests anyway. And you've all been through the North Sea cross so you've all got a bit of a bond that way you've all been through the cold and the wet and the dark and you've got through the other end and um just just having the the confidence and realizing that there's so much more out there as well it's a it's a great opportunity to go and experience that and and make friends and i think when you go to uni you're thrown in at the deep end and sail training and what sail training in shetland do as well is kind of gives you a chance to go and experience it before before you head out Sail training really does offer these kind of unique experiences that you can't find necessarily elsewhere. Can you think of any unique to sail training experiences that you've had that you wouldn't have had without sailing? Um, probably playing Shetland reels on the aft deck of the Shabab Oman <laughs> when they're all, they all got up and started dancing and did the Romani uh, bagpipe music and just the mix of cultures that was there was absolutely unreal and um, I think with sailing, it doesn't like sailing's a common language, so you can get on any boat, and and if you know a little bit about sailing, or you even know just how to take an order or go and pull in a pull in a sheet, then you can join in with anybody. And music's very similar as well. Um, you don't have to speak the language, and I think that's two really important things. Absolutely. But um, yeah, through sail training in Shetland and various bits, and I've been able to go and crew on different boats. And I remember crewing on a boat that was all Norwegian speaking. And I, I joined the night before just on a, wait a minute, I've got two days free, let's go. And they had a birth free. And it was exactly the same thing. So we they were good in English, but when they were speaking about among themselves, it was all in Norwegian. And it didn't really matter because you could tell what bit of the boat they were speaking about. Or if you went on the helm, you, it's, it's all a common language. Oh, that's fantastic. Like you've mentioned, you've done lots of racing. You're a seasoned racer and you've been skipper on the, aboard the Swan for a couple of years now. What would your message be to people who are worrying about seasickness or they they think that might be enough to put them off from trying it gets better <laughs> definitely um seasickness some people are more susceptible to others they say there's two types of sailors those that have been seasick and those that are yet to be seasick nobody's immune um but just don't worry about it i think i know it's that thing that's in the back of your head if you're not sure or you've not done it before but i can almost guarantee that after a couple of days your body gets used to it and you find your balance and you start to feel better if you're not but um, there's been so many times that we've done a North Sea crossing with people that are new to the Swan and new to the sea, and they are feeling pretty miserable to start with. There's no point in hiding it. You can do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but by the time you spent a day or two on board, and usually when we end up coming back to Shetland, everybody's on deck. They're all standing their watches, and there's not even a thought of it. Uh, so it can just, yeah, just keep going, I think, is the main thing. Don't let that ruin your trip. It does feel pretty miserable when you're not feeling great, but it will get better. Yeah, a couple of days later, you'll be laughing and joking about it. Yeah, you start um, to see people coming up for dinner and eating something and having a <laughs> smile on their face. You think, yeah, we're getting over this. This is good. <laughs> no, it's brilliant. And um, the funny thing about that is it tends to be at least in our case, the whole group started to have that moment around a very similar time. So um, the the mood just lifted and it was, it was fantastic. And it's also important to emphasize that um, on a trip like that, you're spending quite a lot of your time as a percentage or a proportion of your time actually in port. So um, even if you've had a couple of days where you're, you felt rough with your sail, there's so much to do and see when you're in port. So 
um, that's a big part of the experience as well for yeah, people. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and with seasick, I think that's another thing coming down to we're on Swan especially in quite a small group, but everybody kind of looks out for each other. And uh, that's that's what made some people stand out is that you just take care and make sure that your watch is working as a team. And if somebody's really feeling pretty miserable, then you look out and help them until they are and then they'll go and help you as well. So it's a big team effort that way. I suppose just to, to, to finish off, um, do you have any final words of advice or wisdom for um, for potential sale trainees that might be listening and, and uh, kind of getting interested in the idea? Yeah, I think just go for it, really. Um, and be realistic about it so although we absolutely rave about it because we've seen all the good stuff it's not all uh roses we have spoken about a little bit about seasickness you are going to be cold you're going to be getting up in the middle of the night but that's kind of what makes it all worth it it's not easy it's a challenge that that everybody kind of overcomes if you like but it's got so many good parts to it um and if you're just thinking about it and not sure how you cope come to on a training day come and sign up for the for the application come on that training day if you have other family that you want to take across this one has got trips that you can just book you don't have to go through sail training shetland so there's day trips half day trips weekend trips and um yeah just just give it a shot well i think that's i think that's everything thanks again so much for your time that's uh, that's fantastic and looking forward to the the tall ship races later this year i'm absolutely ecstatic great well thank you very much super thanks again you've been listening to a special episode of the sail training shetland podcast produced by me eldon wigram the wonderful music you've heard throughout this episode has been thanks to george spence and jacob henderson if you're at all considering giving sail training a go i cannot recommend it highly enough it's truly an amazing experience i'd like to thank you for making it all the way to the end of this episode On behalf of myself and the rest of Sail Training Shetland, I'd like to wish you a very pleasant voyage.